so throughout most of the day today, and I say most of the day because a tweet just flew in that this was fixed, but still, for like mm -hmm. 12 whole hours, there was an issue today where if you went into your purchase history on the App Store, things that were in the status developer removed for sale that is a developer goes into itunes connect and hits deselect all on countries available for purchase um that's bad <laughs> the internet got angry justifiably right. especially Thanks. the gaming corner or i should say mm. the touch gaming corner of the internet uh again justifiably because i mean if you have your moldy old copy of would uh, let let's say King's Quest. <laughs> um, <laughs> you are free to find a version of Windows that runs on and play it today. Yep. As realistic or not as that may be, um, and being that if you don't sync to iTunes, there's really no way to back up your app purchases. Unlike, uh, well, I know I guess the same thing is true with uh, video purchases from iTunes. Um, you know, it's just gone, poofed away forever. And even if you had a device you've been neglecting updates on so that it maintained compatibility <laughs> with old stuff, right. uh, you wouldn't be able to do it. Like, um, I like really enjoy the fact that my iPad 1 still works perfectly fine, and it's stuck all the way back on iOS 5. <laughs> <laughs> I barely remember iOS 5. iOS 5 was, like, the good one. Because, like, 6, <laughs> like, took skeuomorphism to, like, a really weird extreme. So 5 was the last one where uh, title bar and, and toolbars had that middle band of gloss on them. Oh, I used to love that. Yeah, and then 6 is where it just got, where it got smooth and the menu bar kept changing, I mean, the, uh, ti no, the status bar kept changing colors based on the app you were in. Six was bad and should feel bad, and <laughs> that's why Scott Forstall isn't there anymore. Right. Um, but Forstall or not, um, iTunes Connect, the developer backend for the App Store, uh, basically didn't change until about three weeks ago. Nice. <laughs> like, it was very recent when they added analytics, um, which was something, you know, developers have been asking for since 2008. Uh, I mean, yeah. <laughs> well, and it, it, so one of the reasons analytics should be something that's provided by Apple is the privacy reasons for it. Because if you install an analytics package into your app, first of all, that's, um, that's room for something to go wrong. Just because you're importing a bunch of crap, uh, there's room for crashes that you can't test against because you didn't mm. build the analytics pass package. Um, and there's privacy concerns because, again, you didn't build the analytics package. Right. Uh, because why would you waste your time on that? So, um, yeah, it was nice that Apple did, after a million years, finally <laughs> provide minimal analytics, like, you know, being able to tell if the person was on an iPad or an iPhone or their Mac when they clicked purchase. Oh my god. Like, it's still pretty minimal. Uh, furthermore, they don't display stuff if it has a minimum, if it doesn't mean a minimum threshold of data, despite the fact that the data is collected. Uh, and the uh, reason I bumped into this is because um, I dropped Lemon Block to free, and it got 
detected and tweeted by a Japanese account, a mm. Twitter account. And I could see in the analytics the day after it happened that I had 600 downloads in Japan <laughs> compared to like 30 combined rest of world. <laughs> today I logged into analytics and because my sales were not that today, or I should right. say downloads, uh, it just said not enough data to display. And I tried changing the range and everything. It's just like, no. It's like, no, that, that data made total sense because the only tweets I saw were in Japanese um, and it said that there were a ton of downloads in Japan. I'm pretty sure that data wasn't a glitch. Like, you knew Probably. it, <laughs> you showed it to me, but because of some really crappy logic, hmm, crappy logic, <laughs> uh, um, you're just not showing it to me today. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, Apple iTunes Connect mm. is bad and should feel bad. Yeah. It's just so bad. Do the do the Mac App Store users have to use something that bad? Oh, um, iTunes Connect is for everything that is sold by third parties via mm. Apple. So that's iTunes content. iTunes Connect actually predates the App Store. It's from 2005. Right. Um, it's where Hollywood does their stuff. <laughs> it's where developers do their stuff for Mac apps and iOS apps and tvOS apps. I, yeah, it makes me so sad that the Mac App Store is kind of a failure because it's so convenient. And and it happens. The thing that, that we're ultimately going to come around to talking about <laughs> totally happens in the Mac App Store, too. Like, I used to have this app called Panda Bar, and it's just a little pandora player that sits in your menu bar and the icon is an adorable panda and it (laughs) it it did one thing really well and it had an adorable panda and the developer pulled it from the store because he didn't want to maintain it anymore and now i just can't have that anymore and it's a major bummer yeah um and uh i'm still extremely annoyed at Panic for taking Coda 2 out of the App Store because they couldn't get it to work within the sandbox. Nobody wanted the stuff outside of the sandbox. Nobody cared about that crap. Yeah, so, like, the thing that I can't do is, like, you can't open, you know, a slash library slash web server slash file dot PHP because those are owned by whatever OS X calls the web user. Normal Mm. Linux calls it Apache. I'm sure Apple doesn't because Apple. No. (laughs) Um... But I think it's like underscore www or something. I'm not sure. I think, you're, I, always... I think you're right. One of them does that. It's probably Apple. Uh, but anyway, because that's not you, it's out of the sandbox. Panic uh, or Coda 2 can't see it from the Mac App Store, so you can't open it. But it's like, so first of all, if you're using slash library slash web server, which is where the uh, OS X server installs its web stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can SSH into your own machine via localhost and get it there, (laughs) which is how Coda works anyway, because it's for connecting to web servers. And if your machine is one, it can connect to itself via the normal web protocols. Yeah. It's just so stupid and infuriating. Same thing, you know, they also have a built-in terminal editor for it, which is like, okay, I'm on the Mac, I can open a yeah, freaking terminal myself launch. it has no other features uh <laughs> but 
so, but again, that you can just SSH into yourself. SSH mm-hmm. space localhost password, you're in. Right. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, I'm I'm more angry at Panic than Apple for that one. People, you know, uh, like John Gruber say that you know Apple should have figured out how to keep a developer like Panic in the App Store because they make you know top shelf Mac apps. But, but it, it I really don't like. Yeah, I don't think Panic was in the right. No, and it, it seemed almost like by building those stupid features that are totally asinine, that they were kind of looking for a reason to stop supporting the Mac App Store. Exactly. I mean, if it was the 30%, man up and say it. Right. I'd, I'd respect that. I'd be like, you know what? You're right. 30% is big on a $100 app, you know, whatever. Yeah. Fine. Uh, and they did come out with some way where you could, uh, the last updated version of the Mac App Store app uh, presents a link to you that verifies you had that version, and then you can um, add uh, Coda to from their store for free to your account. Hmm. So at least they did that instead of making you purchase again. Yeah. But still, it's like you had to go through a you know a lot of engineering for that, and it's still very like not verifiable <laughs> because like I could go move that binary anywhere and give it my store credentials and mm. it'll launch and then they can type in their email address because Apple doesn't hand over my email address to the app mm. you know so I could just assign it to a bunch of accounts <laughs> but you know whatever that's what they want you know it's just ridiculous I mean this is a you know like three-year-old story at this point right but uh, there has it's still absurd there hasn't been a new major version of coda so it's it's still relevant this is like uh, uh, one of the uh, reasons that uh, some podcasts don't age very well is stuff like this <laughs> so like really old episodes of uh, build and analyze. Like at some uh, that that was a Marco and Dan Benjamin show. Mm. Um, they have a lot of interesting episodes that are interesting time capsules because they're you know <laughs> talking about you know just the drama that was going on in the Appleverse at the time. But then right. there's like a string of like ten in a row. It feels like where they're talking about the fate of uh, TextMate. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> because. It wasn't declared dead yet, and then like TextMate two was announced, and then like immediately announced that it was open source because the developer didn't want to deal with it, and it's all in Objective C plus plus, which is as bad as it sounds. So like <laughs> seasoned Coco developers don't want to touch it, and it's just, I mean, I th- I think you know there's a community keeping it alive at this point, but mm. it was cool while it lasted. Yeah, I mean, I just used BB Edit. Text editors which, have so much drama. Yeah, and people have really strong opinions about them and whatever, and I don't care. I use BB Edit because it's what I use. BB Edit did the same thing as Panic. Yeah, I noticed they're not in the App Store. And to some extent, like, they're, they're, it's not like there's no element of Apple is wrong. There definitely is. Like, the whole, they probably should have figured out some way for the developers to do upgrade pricing. Because if you have an expensive app like BB Edit, which is, I mean, it's not that expensive. It's, what, 100 bucks, yeah. maybe? Fifth, right. uh, less for education. But, um, right, and that's another thing, education pricing, which the App Store does not support at all. Yes, it does. 
Oh, does it? How does that work? Um, if you are an educational buyer. Um, but that's deve- institutional, right? Yeah, institutional. Not, See, not indivi- like, you're talking about individual. Yeah, like yeah. I am a technically, I, well, not technically, actually, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a student right now. I'm, I'm in grad school. Right. So I should bloody well get a discount on everything. You have any DO address? Yes, get all the discounts. I need discounts. Oh my God, for the first time, I don't work for a university. So when I stop being a student in May, I won't get any student discounts. No, it'll all be over. Well, I'll have to find a new job at a university at that point. Luckily for you, Apple discontinued the educational pricing on hardware. Ugh. It makes me <laughs> sad. I want to pay less money for things and be special. <laughs> <laughs> Considering how much money they're making, maybe not from the Mac App Store, their stores are pretty bad. Like, yeah, like, like from whatever angle you want to look at them, I guess you could say the CDNs work most of the time. Uh, sort of, except that it takes sometimes, like, like you know that an app is out. And you search for oh, it. Oh, yeah, the propagation is terrible. I mean, but once yeah. once they're stabilized, well, you can get stuff okay. pretty quickly. But propagation not, is glacial. You're right. That's that's not, like, okay. That's like, <laughs> yeah, the car takes about three hours to start. But once it does start, it'll keep going until you turn it off again. Well, that's how steam trains work. Oh. <laughs> yeah, notice how we don't really use that many steam trains anymore. Like, I don't know that they're used for anything, really, except tourist stuff. Yeah, they, they are a maintenance nightmare. <laughs> That's right. My dad did the uh, steam train tour at Disney World, and he got all excited. And he kind of wanted to, like, retire to Disney World and just operate steam trains, <laughs> like, for a job. Because it's a full-time job. It is. Yeah. And it's all old white guys. Well, Yeah. <laughs> Uh, That's yeah. Some younger white guys do it nowadays. There's a new I generation. Just, well, that's nice, I guess. Um, yeah. When stuff comes out, it's like, nope, not available in U.S. Yes, it is. No, it's not. Right. You have to like wait, or hopefully the dev tweets a link because then you can get at things. Sometimes. Yeah, yeah. that's true. It's amazing how bad and like iTunes is the worst thing. Yeah, just <laughs> iTunes in general. Everything about just, it. Nobody likes iTunes. Nobody is willing to defend. If you're the one person who's willing to defend iTunes, like I would like to talk to you. Nobody thinks it's good. <laughs> Somebody might be like, "Oh, it's not that bad." Yes, it is. But nobody's going to say, "Oh no, I love iTunes. It's so great." I mean, it's convenient for buying music because you know it's there. It's on your phone. You don't have to like use like hook your phone up to something with a cable which is ridic or else pay for <laughs> itunes match which is pretty expensive for what it is i have fond memories of itunes one two and three <laughs> <laughs> how many hasn't been since then I don't even know. Like I have the new one with the weird rainbowy icon and I don't know what version that is. Yeah, it's gotten out of hand cuz they're just incrementing the version number like because the OS did and it's just it's not that anything got better. Uh 
but apparently the, we're uh, on twelve. The uh, so the uh, store powered stuff is all like sort of half-assed web kind of stuff. Mm. Um, and so it's it uh, it basically just sort of has its own web renderer built into it. Like it's not even like just piggybacking off of WebKit. Um, and it's, like, really slow and feels weird, and, like, you click buttons and they don't, like, react immediately. That's true. Um, you could, uh, uh, many a time, while a machine is, like, just finished booting, I will open up the Mac App Store because, like, I turned the machine on because it's, like, my emergency machine and I'm just keeping it up to date. Right. And all tabs of the Mac App Store just display nothing. Like, they don't even have a good null state. It doesn't say, like, waiting, or it doesn't say, like, trying to get your stuff for you, sir. It's just, like, it's just blank. <laughs> like a surly teenager. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's... I miss software update.app, the old uh, thing. Because yeah. you, op- you opened it right up, and the first thing it did was pull down a modal sheet view with a progress bar on it. And that progress bar always moved. I know. And it only did the one thing. So, like, it's, yeah, it is infuriating that you have to now open the whole stupid, useless, mostly, Mac App Store just to update the operating system. Like, why? Do they think they're going to fool me into buying something while I'm there? Like, oh, I better update my operating system. And, hey, look, pages. Said no one ever. Well, that crap's free now, but yes. Oh, that's true. I used to buy boxed versions of iWork. Really? I yeah. I never did, and I think I did. I don't think I purchased it until there were downloads. It was like ten bucks at the college library, uh, so yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. I wrote so many college reports in pages because back then it was a damn good word processor yeah because you know that's back when it was like designed from scratch to be a decent thing and it had effects and stuff that just weren't in other word processors like i always loved how in pages when i so if i had to like just write something um and worst of all like collaborate i would just do it in word and (laughs) grip my teeth but right if I had to insert images in it, I always did it in pages because you could click on the image, see how it was formatting it. Its defaults were terrible, by the way. They were never what well. I wanted. But you could, you know, just pick the direction of wrap, the padding around it, whether it uh, used the alpha to wrap or if it used a box model. And you could just, you know, either drag it or make it sticky and watch the text reflow and, you know, control the whole damn thing. <laughs> And it wouldn't go zooming up to the beginning or the end of a document randomly? No, it didn't. It was great. Amazing. And you could also insert uh, page breaks and column breaks in a non-obtuse way, and they would show up when you did show invisibles, and you could, you know, make your document make all sorts of sense. I would do stuff in columns all the time because they were so easy to do in pages. Yeah. Back in the day. And now I can't even open those documents. Yeah. <laughs> Not that anyone needs my electrical engineering lab reports, but... Whatever. Hey, they had some pretty cool <laughs> oscilloscope images. Because at some point... Yeah. So, the, uh, 
the oscilloscopes had a floppy drive on them, so you could save the <laughs> output as an image. Um, and I did that for one semester. The following semester, I got my razor and concluded that the picture of the screen was not only usable, but looked better in the report. Because, like, the one it saved was in, like, not even grayscale. It was, like, a handful of grays. Aww. Um, but, you know, it had one of those uh, uh, green-covered CRTs on the actual unit, and that looks all cool and sciencey. That's true. It really does. <laughs> so, Oscilloscopes are, like, the most sciencey looking thing. They, that and uh, Jacob's Ladders. Oh, the thing, yeah. Yeah. Um... <laughs> So, yeah, the picture looked way cooler. I just made sure it was, you know, in focus with clarity so you could read the units. Right. Have we actually mentioned the thing that we're mad at? Well, sort of, because it, <laughs> well, it got resolved, so how much of it do we need to talk about? Oh, oh, right, that's true. Yeah, I th- yeah it, earlier it was seeming like, oh, God, this was a decision, and we were never going to be, like, once the developer pulled it, it was gone for good, and you could never have it again. Right, but. and if that was the case, then we would have to have a discussion about, you know, like, uh, oh, I appear to have left my windows open. Whatever, there's a train whistle in here now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the the ownership of something, you know, because you've only ever rented things you bought. That's what all your EOLAs say, whether you read them or not. Right. Um, and Apple finally sort of got Disney to stop doing their vault bullshit. Because back in the VHS days mm. um, and into the DVD days, what Disney would do would be take their classic movies and sort of like release them for one month every four years. Yeah, and make like that, a big deal about it. Right, and it mirrored their um, their prior to VHS uh, cinema schedule. Right. Because, you know, like they're not going to just never show Pinocchio in theaters <laughs> again when there's no such thing as home video. They would just show it every four years. Yeah. So they did that in the home video age. They made huge deals about it, which, you know, creates hype and makes your kid frustrated and yell at you to buy it. <laughs> right. <laughs> and you do. Uh, Marketing. But uh, on uh, on iTunes, at least, the only scummy thing they do is the whole, like, release week, there's no rental option. Hmm. Which is, you know, fine, whatever. Big whoop, wait a week. Yeah. <laughs> I can't wait till I could talk about the new Apple TV, but since they <laughs> destroyed iFixit, right. um, I will say that I have a unit and that's all I can say. Although, I mean, honestly, people who are mad about that are being silly. Like, I it's agree. pretty clear that they didn't... What, what was that really terrible... Oh, right. So somebody I follow on Twitter compared it to... Um, Shoot, what was the comparison? It was really offensive. Oh, Some, then oh it must have to the Hitler. defunding of Planned Parenthood. Oh, they compared Apple yeah. pulling iFixit's dev account to Congress defunding Planned Parenthood. And I don't like normally go out of my way to comment on the ridiculous crap that people post, but I couldn't let that one go. I was like, first of all, no. 
It's really not anything even remotely like that metaphor fail. And second, that is unbelievably offensive. You're talking about women's life, health, and reproductive choices versus one dev's ability to publish an app in a particular store. Screw you. Yeah, that that was extremely ridiculous. Luckily, that was just some uh, rando on Twitter and not anyone important. No, uh-huh. I mean, although I mean, because I, I mean, like, don't... if there was like a Touch Arcade article to that effect, oh, I God. mean, like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but um, that would have made it on unconsolable. Yeah. Um. Don't worry, you'll you'll have tons of uh, Apple TV anger to talk about when it's finally oh, released. Um, I, I'm to- I'm probably I'm thinking about getting one. Honestly, like well, I think I might. Well, you you should because I mean between me and Brian, you're gonna have four <laughs> games and uh, Crossy Road, so that's a whole top row. Yeah, that's enough <laughs> stuff, and presumably other people are doing other things. Hopefully, hopefully they do decent <laughs> jobs of it. We'll see. Um. Oh, so the uh, the uh, iFixit thing, like right. iFixit's been like really mad at Apple for a really long time, um, in a very, in my opinion, non-respectful way, because they so like they always find a way to get into Apple's stuff. Of course they do, right? Um, but instead of saying like, and this year Apple's using pentafluoral screws instead of pentalobe wool, they write these manifestos about mm-hmm. uh, Apple's stance on anti-repairability and planned obsolescence. <laughs> Same thing, uh, especially with the uh, MacBooks being um, having their batteries glued to the uh, interior. It's like, you, you don't think that there might be an engineering reason for the battery yeah. to be glued inside when you're talking about tolerances as small as these machines? Did you watch the keynote iFixit? It's like it's like ridiculously engineered. Like it's crazy. Right. It's, it's uh, They can't possibly want us to go back to the day of opening the 12-inch G4 books. Yeah, with the freaking pieces of foil and, and uh, Oh my god, the, the greasy spring? Yeah, the greasy spring. I hate the greasy spring forever. Yeah. <laughs> It would just fly right out and ruin everything in its path. And you needed, like, those plasticky things, and it was terrifying. Or, like, how about the the freaking tie books? Hate those. Where the display is glued together, the hinges are terrible, and the cable that goes to the display would fail a lot. Yeah. But it was impossible to replace that stupid little cable. Well, it wasn't impossible, but it was really hard to do it and get a good cosmetic result because the stupid upper is glued together. I hate glue. Glue is bad. I have a uh, tie book I found at work um, that was in remarkable condition. I guess it was someone's, like, they used, like, only for traveling or, like, only in their office machine or something. Right. Um, so it was in great condition, had a perfect hinge, like, like new performance. Um, and I, it had a, a 40 gigabyte spinny disk in it. Um, and I really wanted to um, just put in one of those uh, compact flash adapters. Mm-hmm. And, you know, just put a 32 gigabyte card in it. 
because, you know, all I need on it is, like, an OS and something, you know, just to dick around and enjoy what <laughs> Tiger was like again. Right. Um, and then I looked at I fixed its wonderful guide for getting it in there, and I was like, nope, 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 mm. nope, nope. If I open this, it will be ruined. The 12-inch power books were really bad, too. Yeah, they, I did I mean, put a new hard drive in mine because it failed, and I had no other choice. Being a college student, yeah. it was $300 for the... Oh, wow. Well, yeah, $300, and this was like... I shopped around for a long time, asked all the PC-building dorks on campus, my supervisors and fellow student staff in my computer job, um, and yeah, I got the best deal available on a 7200 7, RPM 80 gig uh, laptop drive. You know what was worse, though, was those stupid little 1.8-inch spinny disk hard drives, like the ones in um, iPods at the yeah. time, and also a few, like, sub-notebooks. Those were really expensive. Uh, I had to install one in a PC one time, and that Ew. was like, that was pretty fraught. <laughs> he was a Toshiba. Yeah, my iPod 1 failed and uh, never worked again, which is a shame. I like the iPod 1. Yeah. I think this, yeah. I had a friend who had the um, the iPod mini, you know, the first one that was This mini that- disc one? Yeah, it was so cute. I wanted one at the time, but I ended up with a Zune. Uh, What? Ew. Was it brown? No, it was pink. Don't be ridiculous. Okay. (laughs) I'm actually kind of sad that I don't still have that because somebody broke... Somebody broke into my house in like 2009 and they stole my 30 gig Zune. Like what kind of crappy (laughs) robber was that? I uh, would love to see them trying to resell that. Uh, the pink actually might be kind of a collector's edition. Well, maybe now, because there are only 12 mm. sold. Even at the time, it, like, I kind of wanted to get, like, a new one to replace it, but I, I ended up just getting one of the flash-based ones. Oh, because it was a spinny disc, uh, I believe. Hmm. Oh, yeah, that was the one. The, the It was the generation of Zunes that all stopped working one day in 2008 because there was a leap second and they just couldn't they couldn't deal. So, so they so, so the prophecy of Y2K actually occurred to something. <laughs> that was the day without Zunes. <laughs> That's funny. Date formatting's hard. And Apple's had its share of bullshit with that, too. I don't remember specifically, but I remember there was something recently that broke because of a date formatting issue. And there have been numerous times where iPhone alarms are... That was stop, it. It was, it was alarms. They just stop working. Yeah. They just don't go off that day. And it's like, a lot of people use their phones for their alarms. I don't, but I can understand why people do, and it really sucks if everybody is late to work because you just the alarm just doesn't work that day 